All right, it's time to hear some of your responses to the questions I put out for consideration this week. Before we get to those, allow me to take a moment to say how gratifying it was to hear from so many of my former longtime listeners in Las Vegas. And yes, it's good to be back. That said, on Tuesday, I asked for your ideas on solving the growing specter of world overpopulation. Steve, in Arizona, had this thought. What if we reversed the tax system as we've known it, and instead of giving deductions for dependents, there were instead penalties? As it stands now, we're financially incentivizing people to have more and more children. Well, Steve, I take your point. Whenever you subsidize anything, you tend to get more of it. I think you're on to something, but... Unfortunately, our tax system won't affect the rest of the world. However, money is money everywhere. Maybe countries around the globe need to start rewarding people with annual checks for not having children. John in Mississippi emailed me this. God said be fruitful and multiply. Who are you to say we should disobey his word? Technically, John, the Bible said that and attributed it to God. Now, as literature, I have the utmost respect for the Bible. It's poetic and often wise. At one point in my career, I recorded a collection of psalms and proverbs from the Bible. I consider it some of my best work. But the good book, I submit, was written by men. Divinely inspired, I'm sure. Nonetheless, mere mortals whose sensibilities may have been correct for its time, but that was 2,000 years ago. Thankfully, we have evolved beyond, for example, the stoning adulterers to death. On Wednesday, I asked if the Supreme Court does indeed revisit a Roe v. Wade, should it be overturned? Jenny in Seattle had this to say. All your logical arguments, as she puts logical in quotes, for a continuing legal abortion will never convince me it's okay to murder innocent unborn babies. Not to put too fine a point on this, Jenny, but society and the law does not recognize a fetus as a baby until it achieves viability outside the womb. For example, if a pregnant woman is the victim of a homicide, it's not considered a double homicide unless her unborn child could have otherwise survived. And by the way, I would not be against limiting abortion to the first trimester with some exceptions. But you're certainly right about one thing, Jenny. I'll never convince you, and I respect that. So we will agree to disagree, I hope, without being disagreeable. On that same subject, Marge in Illinois wrote, There's no shortage of hypocrisy on this issue. Does anyone remember the big-time pro-life congressman who was caught taking his unwed teenage daughter to another state for a secret abortion? Guess it's just a matter of whose ox is gored, huh? 
Oh, I remember it well, Marge, and it was the topic of one of my radio shows at the time. Tomorrow, we'll pick up with your responses to my questions concerning religion and if we've had visitors from outer space. Remember, you can share your thoughts on any of our discussions, including what's been said today, by sending your emails to frank at perfectlyfrankpodcast.com. Each month, I'll select one of those emails for a prize. I look forward to hearing from you. Until tomorrow. Tomorrow.